welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am filled with so much gratitude to have you here with me today. Thank you. The intention of this podcast is to share stories, thoughts, and ideas to help you see and remember that you are never alone. We are all in this together, and we can do so much more when we come together which is why this is not just a podcast. There is also a corresponding community space. I invite you to come on by and introduce yourself. You can learn more about it at jenniferbeltoff.com, and it is also linked in the show notes below. Now, this is my 28th episode, which is crazy to me. It means I have been doing this for half of a year. Unlike Everything that I start, I have no idea where it is going to end up, but I do have an incredible feeling and inkling inside and knowing that I absolutely have to begin and see what unfolds. And it has been amazing to just start without really knowing what I was doing, but knowing for sure in my heart that I had to do it, completely trusting the process of it, trusting that along the way I was going to stumble and fall and that would all be okay, but I would learn and I have learned so much through these 27 episodes and I just want to continue to grow and to make this a show that you can really turn to and know that we're here together. We are absolutely here together and I'm looking forward to expand it in different ways by bringing on guests and just doing uh, Things that feel right, things that feel true to my heart to really make this a show for you. So if there's anything that you want to hear about, anything that you want me to talk about, people I should be talking to, please drop me a note and let me know. I want to hear from you because I want this to be exactly what you need. And for today's episode, I wanted to talk more about writing because writing is absolutely something that is near and dear to my heart. It is something I have been doing ever since I was small. I can't imagine not doing it. It provides a space to process, a space to show up into, and to allow myself to work through everything. And here is the thing that I want to share most about, is that you don't have to keep any of your writing. You don't. And I know we feel like when we put it in a notebook, we might have to hold on to it forever. But no, that is absolutely untrue. And I have been an avid journaler, goodness, ever since I can remember, always writing things down in my notebook and keeping all of those journals. And sometimes looking back on them, uh, and to look back at it's funny because you can look back with uh, so much laughter because you're like, I cannot believe I actually wrote this down. But it's also really cool to see how far I have grown what things I'm still challenging myself, still faced with, still struggling with, but then also where I have overcome. But when I think about it, I don't look back on my journals nearly that much. They do sit on a shelf in my studio and they're all there, but it's rarely that I will actually crack one open and see what was written before. And years ago, when I was in college, I decided to move to Pennsylvania and I had stacks and stacks of journals in my parents' house. And I didn't want to take them with me, like to lug all these journals with me to Pennsylvania just felt 
way too overwhelming. What was I possibly going to do with them? But then this thought of keeping them in my parents' house where someone could discover them, someone could open them up and read through them and see all the inner workings of my heart, that terrified me. I absolutely did not want that to happen. I felt like there was so many embarrassing stories in there, so many open-hearted, heart-wrenching things that I wrote about that I wrote about just for me. They're for no one else's eyes only except my own. So now having this huge box of journals, what do I do with them? Do I take them with me? Do I try to find a place in my parents' house that I can hide them, that no one will find them? But if I did that, I know deep in my heart, I would always have like this worry, wondering, did someone find them? Is someone reading them? What's going on with them? And so I made a huge decision and it really felt like a big decision at the time. And that was to let go of all of them, to take every single journal I had ever wrote in from when I was small to when I was in college and toss it in the trash, just release it. Know that I had, didn't have to carry them with me anymore. And I knew I had to do it. I knew I had to do it because I didn't want to carry that worry inside of me of if someone is looking at them. And I knew that I didn't want to lug them with me. It felt like this weight that would be just dragging me down. And so at the time, it was a really big decision to say, I am going to toss every single journal, every single thought, every single moment, and just get rid of it. But I am so grateful that I did that because it showed that I didn't have to carry them with me wherever I was going. Anything that had happened is ingrained in my heart. I don't need to go back and reread it to remember it. I'm sure there might be really embarrassing things that I don't even want to look at. And maybe some things that I wish I could read about again, but they're gone. There's no worry if someone is going to find them and open them. There's no worry that I have to go through that embarrassment. I released them. I released all of that. And it felt really a mix of emotions when I did it, because there was that lightness of like, all right, this is all gone. But then also that pinch of sadness of, wow, I worked really hard in all of those. And now, um, you know, just tossing them in the trash. But it's a very important lesson because whatever we write, we don't have to keep. We can let it go. We can give ourselves permission to say, I'm going to put this down. But as soon as I'm done, I'm going to crumble it up and put it in the trash. As soon as I'm done, I'm going to set it on fire because I don't want anyone to see what I am putting down. And that's one of the things I really try to enforce in the Monday Write Together classes is that what you write is solely for you. Sharing it in the community the way that we do in that class is beautiful and amazing, but you don't have to do that. What you do have to do, though, is show up on the page and be honest. Be brutally, truthfully honest. And things will come up that you might not want to see, that you might not want to hear, but those are the things that you need to get out of you. Those are the things that absolutely have to find their way to the page because if they don't, you're just keeping them bottled up inside of you. You need to do that release to let it go. And so maybe writing it in your notebook may feel too permanent 
maybe you might not want to pull that piece of paper out. So find a, another piece of paper that you can write on. Find a scrap piece of paper that you have no problem getting rid of. And show up with honesty. Show up knowing that no one else will ever read these words but yours. And my goodness, I know that is hard to do. So challenging to do. But you will be able to do it with practice. It is definitely something that takes practice. And also a knowing that there is a safe way to dispose of whatever you write. I am very fortunate because I have all of my journals here and Dustin could not even care less about them. He doesn't even glance twice at them. I know he's never going to open them up and read them. He respects that that's my private space. But I also know that's not the situation for everyone. That wasn't the situation when I was living in my house when I was younger. I know my brothers would have loved to read them and then tease me. And so to know that you can do an act after the writing, that you know whatever is down is destroyed, will really help you to be able to have that honesty. And why do we want to be honest, right? Like, what is the reason why we want to show up honest to the page? Can we kind of just maybe rush over things, maybe avoid some things. Of course we can. But then you're not getting the full benefit of what that page is offering you. And if you think about it, the page is a blank canvas, a total clean slate. And you could put anything down it, down on it that you want, anything. And the most magical, magical thing is it doesn't talk back. It doesn't judge. It just absorbs whatever you are putting down. And so it is really the one true place where you can show up exactly as you are without judgments. The only judgments that have the potential to come up are the ones that you're putting on yourself. And we do this all the time, right? Like I know that if I'm going to write about something near and dear to my heart, the judgments come up, the shame comes up. But the page gives you that opportunity to work through all of that. So find your way to the end where after you're done writing, you might feel a little bit lighter. You might feel as if you released something that was bottled up inside. And that's the magic of it. That's the goodness. You don't have to carry it with you. You don't have to take it with you. You can put it down and let it go. And so I really want to encourage that. I want to encourage that honest showing up. And to know that it's going to take time for you to be able to trust the page. For you to be able to even trust your own voice and what you're putting down. And to know that it is for your eyes only. It's going to take time if you haven't written anything in a while to even find your rhythm in it. And one great way to approach the page if you haven't shown up in a long while, first is with writing prompts. That is a huge way to kind of enter into the space. Because how intimidating is it to have a blank page in front of you and you have no idea what to put down? Hugely intimidating. 
It can be paralyzing. And you're like, forget this. I don't even know. So writing prompts is an absolute number one entry point. And in every single podcast, I provide a writing prompt for you to explore. So just start there and see what comes up. Or join us Monday nights because that class is filled with writing prompts to get your pen moving. And explore them. And as you start to write, maybe something comes up and you're like, where the heck is this coming from? Go with it. Go with it and see where it takes you. There was one time I was sitting in a coffee shop writing and I started writing about one thing. I'm not even sure what it was. And all of a sudden, my pen went in a completely different direction. And I was pouring out my heart onto the page, sharing emotions that I didn't even realize needed to be addressed. And tears started pouring down my eyes. And I just went with it. Like I allowed myself to just go with it and see where it took me. Because it wasn't what I had ever intended to write about. But obviously, it was something that needed to come up. So start with that prompt. But if it takes you somewhere else, take that journey. See where it goes for you. And don't judge it. Absolutely, don't judge it. Allow whatever is pouring out into the page to just be. To simply just be. And if writing in sentences also feels intimidating, even if you do have a prompt, making a list is the absolute perfect entryway. Because who doesn't love to make a list, right? And it's easy to do. We can all make lists about something. So start in list format. And then maybe something that you put down on your list triggers something else or becomes something that you want to explore a little bit deeper. Go for it. But list making is an absolute perfect way to begin. Starting with that prompt, starting with that list. And remember not to judge. And I know I'm repeating that, but it really bears repeating. Because we are our harshest critics. No doubt about it. We judge ourselves way more than anyone else does. Let's cut that out. Let's just put down that BS right now and forget about it. We don't need to be so hard on ourselves. And that page is there to remind us that whatever you're feeling is valid. Whatever you're going through in that moment is valid. And it is just that. A snapshot in time. It is only that moment that you are writing. You might finish writing, move on to something else, and now you feel totally different. Now you have a different perspective. What you wrote then, you wouldn't write maybe an hour later. And that's amazing because that page gave you that space to process it, to go through it, to show up in any way possible. And I know we think, I'm not a writer. I can't do this. This isn't for me. Journaling is for everyone, every single person here. It is for children to adults. Anyone can do it. If you can write, you can journal. And if you can't write, you can draw it. You can find different ways to express yourself. But give yourself that permission. Give yourself that place where you can say, all right, I'm going to show up. I'm going to allow whatever comes out to come out. I'm going to try my hardest not to judge it. 
and it will be hard. And then after I'm done, I'm going to take this piece of paper and I'm going to burn it. I'm just going to get out whatever needs to get out. And then I'm done with it. I'm walking away. And what a gift that is. What an absolute gift that is to yourself. And we think about journaling. It is really a very private thing. We are doing it usually on our own. Usually no one ever reads what we write. But as I have learned over the past year in our Write Together group is that there is power in the sharing and there is power in finding the right group of people or one single person that you could be vulnerable with and share your writing. And I will tell you, it is hard. It is hard to read what you put down on the page because it is so honest. It is your raw truth, your vulnerable emotions. But what you will find and what we have found this whole past year in the sharing piece of it is that we are all connected. And maybe your story looks completely different from my story, but I connect to the emotions of it. I connect to how you are feeling and I can see what you are going through. And it is that beautiful reminder that we all need that we aren't alone and that we're heard, that we're seen. Isn't that what we all want? We want to be heard. We want to be seen. We want to know that we aren't alone. And that is the gift that the page gives us. For years, I have been dreaming of having this writing group. And it is amazing that it has come together on Zoom the way that it has. I remember my very first class that I taught last March or April. Ooh, I got to tell you, I was sweating, (laughs) sweating so much because I was terrified. Terrified, first of all, what if no one shows up? What if I put it out there and now it's just me sitting on Zoom? All right. That didn't happen. People showed up. But now I had to lead the group. I had to guide them in this writing. And it was really scary. But I learned so much from it along the way. And at first, I was just reading pieces of writing and then pulling prompts out of there. And then it morphed and it changed and it became me talking about topics and things that I wanted to explore and then sharing prompts based on that. And they're two very different approaches. And it was really cool to see that that one approach of sharing someone else's writing and then providing the prompts became like this quick entry point for people to almost get into. But when we shifted it and did it the other way, the writing became really intimate really personal. And it was beautiful to see the unraveling, the unearthing that happened and the way that it was so vulnerably shared and accepted. I know that I am grateful for my writing practice, grateful for it because it does allow me that space to process so much of what I am going through. But also, it's an invitation 
an invitation to explore, an invitation to work out different ideas, to play with different things. Like all of your writing doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be processing of past things or processing of what's currently happening to you. It could be an exploration into what you might want to do, writing about your dreams, giving yourself space to just play on the page and see what comes up, allowing yourself to explore it in a curious way filled with so much wonder and grace. And it can just be fun. It can absolutely just be fun. And again, it doesn't have to be something you hold on to. It can be something you release. It can be something you burn. And there is power in watching the page burn in front of you. It feels good to know you got it out and now you're destroying it. Feels really good. I invite you to really give that a try and see what happens. And another thing that I wanted to talk about when it comes to writing, especially journaling, is there's absolutely no wrong or right way to do it. Maybe your journal is filled with incomplete sentences. Maybe it is all list. Maybe it is little short paragraphs or poems. Whatever it is for you, it is for you. And when we talked about before judging yourself for what you're putting on the page, we also need to stop judging ourselves to what others are doing or writing and the way it looks for them. Because maybe they have this fancy notebook and their penmanship is beautiful. And when you turn to yours, it's just filled with scribbles. If you were to open one of my journals, and first of all, they're all just composition notebooks, it's messy. There will be pages where my penmanship looks great. And then there's others where I start sentences. I've stopped crossing out. What I do now is putting brackets around stuff that I want to cross out because the cross out just feels too jarring (laughs) to me. So if it's something that I want to cross out, I'll just put brackets around it. And that's my, my cross out. But there'll be arrows drawn to stuff that I might want to go above or below something. And it's a little bit all over the place and that's okay. It doesn't have to look perfectly curated like you would see in someone's photograph. It's real life. It's messy. It's writing sometimes in the margins. Maybe completely starting one idea and going directly into another without even a space. It just flows and happens and that's cool too. Have it look however it looks for you not how it looks for someone else because you're not them. Another little writing tip, because we can all sometimes get stuck, right? When you start to write and then all of a sudden you're blocked. You have no idea where to go next. Don't stop. And what do you mean? You're like, wait, I just said, I don't know what to write next. What do you mean? Don't stop. So even if you're unsure what to write next, write that. Put down on the page. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write and write it over and over and over again, because eventually you'll be really tired of writing that sentence and something else will come up and you will find something else that you want to share. And it won't be, I don't know what to write. It will be whatever is emerging and bubbling up inside your heart. 
And a great way to give this a try is to set a timer. Set a timer for 10 minutes and say from when that timer starts, I'm going to put pen to page and I'm going to write and I'm not going to stop until it ends. And when you do get stuck, write that sentence, write it again and again and again. And then don't stop. Keep going, keep going, keep going until the timer goes off. And maybe your page will be filled with nothing that makes sense. Maybe it is an entire 10 minutes of I don't know what to write. But you're getting yourself in the groove. You're getting yourself in that motion of putting pen to page and giving yourself permission to see what will bubble up, to see what will unfold. Give it a try. See how it feels. And all of these things, the list making, the prompts, the continuous writing, they're all something that you can try on for size. And maybe it doesn't work for you. Maybe it doesn't feel right. Or maybe it could work, but you're just resisting it. How many times do we resist things? And we know we're doing it. I know when I'm resisting something. I feel it. I do it a thousand percent. A lot of the times I do it when I make plans for people. I'm gung-ho, totally excited, wanting to make the plans. And then all of a sudden that day comes and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go there. And it's not that I don't. It's more of, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that it almost feels like it's taking away a little bit of freedom from me. And now I'm locked into doing this when I might not be feeling up to it. But if we didn't make the plans and you called me and said, hey, let's get together in an incident, I would say yes. It's that part of the planning that it, to me feels like, ooh, I'd rather have done this today or... I'm just not feeling my best. I don't really want to show up. Whatever it is, I, it could be an array of things. And it's all in my head because once I do show up, once I push myself out the door and get there, totally have the best time. But it takes effort. It takes effort to arrive there. Have you ever felt this resistance? And you have to put in the effort. You really do. And it can be so easy to want to give up, to throw in the towel and say, this isn't working for me. But push through. Really force yourself to stay dedicated to it, to not give up on it. And if maybe time after time again, you're like, you know what, this, this one doesn't really work for me. But doing this over here does, so I'm going to go and do that. Follow your heart in that, in that case. But don't do it after just the first time throwing in the towel and saying, this isn't working for me. Really push yourself to see what could work for you. Don't give up. That is the biggest thing. The hardest part is the starting. The hardest part is the arriving. The hardest part is getting yourself out the door, right? That can be the hardest part. But once you get those gears in motion, once you start, you might develop a beautiful flow that feels right and beautiful and amazing for you. And before you know it, 20 minutes have passed and you have three pages written and you don't even know how that has happened. But don't show up at the page saying, I want to write X amount of pages. Just show up at the page saying you want to write. Start there. Start there and start with the time. 
and just keep going. See where it takes you. And in speaking about writing prompts and having that be this jumping off point for you, we are at the point of the podcast where I am going to provide you one. And again, as you approach this writing prompt, do so with an open heart. Do so without judgment. Do so with wonder. Wonder of where this prompt might take you. And know that it could take you anywhere. And the prompt for this week is going to be, I knocked on the door. I knocked on the door. And see where that takes you. That, can, that opens the door <laughs> to many possibilities. Allow yourself to go on those adventures. Allow yourself to see wherever it may go. So I knocked on the door. Start with those words. Maybe make a list. Maybe write a couple of quotes, a couple of sentences. Or maybe you write a story. Who knows? But set your timer for 10 minutes. Don't stop writing until it goes off. And just write and have fun with it. I am so grateful you are here. If there are any questions you have about having a journaling practice or writing, please let me know. Or again, any other topics you want to talk about, send me a note. You can email me directly from my website or DM me on social media. My Instagram is my favorite place to hang out. So my handle there is jbeltoff. Come on by. Let me know what you want to hear. And I want to show up for you in this world and really let you see that you aren't alone. We're in this together. So let's do it together. I wish you a wonderful week ahead. I will be back again next Sunday. And until then, we will talk soon. 